Welcome back, everybody. It's our 8 o'clock hour, and I think everybody out there who's listening to this show this morning just wants to re-experience the greatness of the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday as they went to 11-1 and with a completely dominating performance over a quality opponent, the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry, nowhere to be found. Ryan Tannehill, he was uh, out of the game by the end of the third quarter. It was a route to end all routes. Mike Vrabel had a puss on his face the whole game because he knew that the guy that was on the other sideline, A.J. Brown, was going to kill his team. He had said, over my dead body, they, we will ever trade A.J. Brown, and then they traded him. Yeah. And Howie just fleeced him. And then they went over his dead body. They went right over his dead body. <laughs> he was dead. But anyway, if you missed any of it, please enjoy the great work of Mike Quick. And, of course, the legend, Merrill Reese. If you dig into the heart of A.J. Brown, trust me, he wants to tear the heart out of the Tennessee Titans today. Hurts back. He is going deep, and it is caught by Devontae Smith. In the end zone, touchdown. Skinny back there. Back goes Tannehill. He steps up. He is hit. They got him. Sack number one. Heart Hurts is back. He's looking. Still looking. Now he's going deep to A.J. Brown, who catches it and walks in for a touchdown. Tannehill, he's stepping up. He's hit. They've got him again. Second sack. This time it's Josh Sweat. Sweaty. Hurts is running. Hurts is scoring. Jalen Hurts. The Tennessee's defense had given up no more than 20 points in eight straight games. Well, we haven't played the full half yet. They've already given up 21. He is floating it deep for A.J. Brown, who has it. He took it. And he scores. A.J. Brown took it away from Trey Avery and scored his second touchdown of the game. Tipped up and sacked again. And this time it is Brandon Graham. Here comes the run. They've got him again. They've got him, sack number six, Josh Sweat. He's got A.J. Brown again, another first down. A.J. Brown is having a field day against his old team. And plowing forward for the touchdown is Miles Sanders. The Eagles, 35, the Titans, 10. How's this sound? How does this sound? The Eagles are 11 and 1. 11 and 1. What a season this has been. Tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. It was hmm. beautiful. And now, Al, one of the great advantages of being as old as I have become mm-hmm. is that, Al, I have a lot of history that I have experienced myself. Now, I am going to eliminate the great teams that my ex-partner were a part of, the 48 and 49 Eagles, because that right. was a different era. Yeah. I can't even Not a Super Bowl that. era. Not a Super Bowl era. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am ready to make a profound statement right now. The 2022 Philadelphia Eagles have a chance, a chance, Mm -hmm. to be the greatest sports team in Philadelphia history. Now, I will, I'll take the liberty because I'm old to actually identify the current greatest Philadelphia sports team ever. Al, and that team I was uh, honored to be a huge fan of long before I had made the brilliant decision to move to Philadelphia. The greatest Philadelphia sports team ever 
was the 1966-67 Philadelphia 76ers. Al, 68 and 13, mm-hmm. led by the greatest player in the history of the sport, Wilt Chamberlain. And they had a great coach, Alex Hannum. Their general manager was Dr. Jack Ramsey. Mm-hmm. They had a phenomenal team. How great were they? They toppled in the middle of a completely dominant era the legendary Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics were like four before it, four after it. But in the middle of that, the Sixers had this one year when everything came together. They played 81 games that year, Josie. Do you know how many games Chamberlain played? 81. 81 is correct. No load management debt. They were dominant. Oh, my God, were they dominant. This team has checks all the same boxes that team did and has a far better winning percent. Now, it's, uh, yeah, with when you're playing 81 games, hard to win mm-hmm. more than 68, right? Yeah. But I'm telling you, this Eagles team, if they go the rest of the way, ignoring whatever games they use at the end to rest people, if they go the rest of the way, losing none of the other games and winning the three that get you the Super Bowl championship, they will be the greatest team this city has ever seen. Are you with me, people? People that have been around a while, Al. are you with me? No. Now, why do you keep looking at me with the stink eye? <laughs> That's stupid. What do you mean? What part of it was stupid? They won one. How many Hall of Famers are on that team? No, it's a one-year <laughs> thing I'm looking at. The f- the f- How many Hall of Famers are on the team? Three, four, I don't know. Yeah. Billy Cunningham, Hal Greer. There were at least three. They won one. But that was, I'm saying a one-year team. Every year it's a different team. Yeah. You know what it is, Al? You have a bias about the Celtics. No, I'm just... Rhea, you've been, you live your whole life here. Does this team have a chance? Of course they have a chance. Thank you. Why is he making stupid well, comments? Well, I'm not having nothing is. about that team. No. This, it's that team. This, I'm like, that's the best team the city's ever had. I don't know that. Well, give me a better one. The I Flyers. Just, the uh, Flyers in 74 and 75 were yeah. both champions. They didn't have as good a record. They went back to back, correct? They won. They did have... wins. Who did they take down? But that, who did they take that? Uh, the Bruins. Oh, the Bruins won. Yeah. Right? The Bruins before, yeah, and then then they just rolled. That's a great team too. I'm giving you my opinion. My opinion is the '66, '67. It's just because it has Will. Sixers were the greatest team. The, the, those Flyer teams were certainly in the top five. The no question about that. Phillies were pretty. Eighty Phillies are pretty good. Pretty they weren't good. as good. I, I don't think they were as good as. Uh, they weren't as good as the 2017 uh, Eagles. It's a fun thing to think about. What when you are in the midst of an 11 and 1 season, this is what you should be thinking about. Mm-hmm. How great is this? What is a frame of reference? Mm-hmm. What you are seeing right now in this era when so many people don't play all the way every game. This is incredible. Jones, do you it see is, this? Yeah. Cuz you is. have endured 11 losses in the last 12 Flyers games. Yeah, keep reminding me. No. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, go but, with an open mind. But tonight. 11 and 1, I mean at this point it's Maybe, unbelievable. But if they don't win the Super Bowl, it's no, one of the most— No, then you didn't win anything. Yeah. But in the midst of it happening, you should prepare yourself <laughs> for the now, possibility of immortality. Now, and, and does it get tainted at all if they rest players the last couple of games mm. and have a couple losses? That's harder to say. Uh, it will taint it some. 
Yes, it will. But nowadays, uh, I'm bracing myself for it. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, no, it and it should happen. But, but the real that, story right? is the real story is you <laughs> have to win Sunday. it all. What's that? What to the Giants? <laughs> they didn't lose Sunday. <laughs> if they lose Sunday, I'll deal if with it next Monday. Why are you out? You're in <laughs> well, the middle. I, mean, I just don't what understand why, why I can't just enjoy eleven and one. Why can't I just enjoy eleven and one? Rhea's the only native here. Rhea, tell him to go to hell. Make an announcement here, Andrew. I hate when Al's right. No, he's not right. He's not right. You're wrong, Al, and Why? you're ruining my moment. <laughs> you just enjoy 11 and 1. So you enjoy might be it. a little over the top today <laughs> because you were so wrong on Friday. <laughs> and you witnessed from your perspective, thinking that it might be a lot closer, Very true. a complete dominance in one game. That game got away from the Titans, and they could not get it back. So uh, you might be a little bit over. Yeah. Over um, how many other teams in the league right now are 11 and 1? None. 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 They have the best record yeah. in the whole league? Yeah. All right. And and uh, do they have a great roster? Yeah. Did you see Nicobe Deep came in out of nowhere and dominated? Yeah, they played a perfect game yesterday. He's not even starting. They, they, their, their game was This as, team as has the potential to be extraordinary. Yes, it is. Ed is on the line. Ed knows what I'm talking about. Ed, are we not in the midst of a dream season? Hey, man, i got to say, it was a big win, and it's kind of fun. It's giving them 2017 vibes all over again right now. I'm like, I'm loving how we're looking right now, and I, and I might have to dye my hair green and white again <laughs> oh, yeah. in the playoffs. You'll have to. At work, but I don't care. But, Ed, let's, let's put our cards on a table. This is absolutely a better roster than 2017. It is. It's looking it's looking really good. I can't believe they corrected the special teams in the run defense that quick. There was my two major concerns, and if they keep, if they can be consistent and play the way they played yesterday, all for the rest of the season and the postseason, I think we got a good shot. Well, during the game, Merrill Reese was talking about Britton Covey, the uh, the punt returner, and he said that he had gone to school on him and started looking at tape over the last couple of weeks. I could not believe what he saw. And he said, this Britton Covey can run. And we haven't seen it yet. No, but no. when we do, wow. Was and then we yesterday. saw it. Yes. And we went, oh, my God, where's this guy been hiding? And you know what it yeah. took, Ed? It took some running room. Give him a little room. This guy's fast. That Ellis kid who came in on special teams and oh. delivered that oh, that hit. Oh, my and God, what a hit that was. Squad, we all went, who the hell is this guy? That Ellis guy. I want to play that cut. I got to play that cut for you. You'll hear that in a second. Ed, we got to take a moment here to savor what's going on, don't we? Oh, definitely. I was kind of upset when they put Covey in at first because I was happy when Scott got in there and he was, like, getting some yards. But then Covey got in there and started getting some movement. I was like, okay, they fixed this. They fixed the mistakes. And Covey looking good. He's the actual – he can actually do the job. I'm with the Ed. And, um, Al's trying to ruin my moment. What would you say to Al? He's saying, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get too excited. What do you say to him? I, I get it, Al. I do get it. I don't want to get over. I don't want to get ahead of myself, and I don't want to get overexcited. But I got to say, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. I feel like the vibe is there. We're playing well. And I just I, I, I can I just think back a, a couple years ago when you know Wentz was having those bad games. We was all Wentzelvanias. 
<laughs> Winsylvanians and you know we was everybody was upset that we dressed the hurts and Winston's making these excuses like oh you know and now everybody was like upset saying all know, right Ed, Ed uh, I don't need a whole history lesson I just want to enjoy what I have now don't drag me through the ugly past. Hmm. Just listen to this. Uh, this is a beautiful You want to enjoy the moment? Is that what you're trying to I say? I want to enjoy. Uh, <laughs> they called him Elias uh, when they were doing a broadcast. I believe it's Ellis. I don't know. Christian Ellis is the guy's name. He's on special teams, and he made a play uh, in this game. Early. That guy he hit uh. is still feeling it this morning. <laughs> yes. Listen to this. Ward takes it at the 20, up to the 25, and he is hit side of the 30. Oh, boy, did he get hit. Coming down and making the hit. That's Elias. It was. It was Christian Elias who was just called up from the practice squad. We looked at the name to find the A in there. We couldn't find it. Whatever his name is, that was a phenomenal hit. And that was a phenomenal game. And if you can't enjoy it by thinking how great your team is now, then maybe you should follow more World Cup soccer. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. Got your shot in, did you? When we return, we'll be talking to John Stalness because he's an expert on the Eagles and the Phillies. We'll get you an update on the baseball winner. Hi, and welcome back to 823. Ava Graham yes. is here to change our question. What's the final read on our first one, Ava? Well, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Who is the MVP of the NFL so far this season? 89% Jalen Hurts. Uh, 9 go. out of 10. What are you other people looking at? 7% Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, uh, you are trailing the field by a lot. You know, Peter King said it's a toss-up right now between the two. Peter King is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. New question. New question. Which was, is the better NFL team? The 2017 Eagles or the 2022 Eagles? 2022 Eagles. Jose. 20, 20, 2022 Eagles. Al. Well, at this point in the season, 2022 Eagles. No, there's no int at this point. It, well, there's no, it, it doesn't say at this point in the question. Well, I mean, Which I, was or is the better NFL team? The 2017 Eagles or the 2022 Eagles? 17. All right. Well, see, I, I have to rephrase it so that you, I took out your what? words. Well, 20, Rhea? I refuse to answer your stupid <laughs> questions. What the hell? Rhea. Good answer. I got to tell you something. Yes. And this is friend to friend. Yes, friend to friend. God bless Joe the camera. <laughs> That's all I could say. We got a lot of years together. We understand each other. She does this with the camera. All bets are off. That's all I'm saying. All right. I, I just, John, on the line with us, Al, is a guy who can cover two sports, mm-hmm. and I could ask some tough questions, too. He is from Eagles Podcast, mm-hmm. Eye on the Enemy, and the Phillies Podcast, Hitting Season. He is also a writer for both Bleeding Green Nation and The Good Fight Ladies and gentlemen, the man of two seasons, John Stallness. Hi, John. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, John, is Howie Roseman the best general manager in American sports? Wow. Uh, you know, he's he's certainly in the conversation. I can't think of anyone who's having a better spring right now than, than he is. And he's, he's already won a Super Bowl, and he's he's got another. You are just talking about the question, the 2017 Eagles or the 22 Eagles. It's pretty crazy that he's built – two potential Super Bowl teams in, in five years with a whole completely different rosters. So 
I mean, without anybody better in mind, I'll say, yeah, sure. Well, here's <laughs> the thing, John. A.J. Brown, he stole him. He just stole yep. him, right? All those big boys in the middle of the line that stopped Derek, uh, what's that, Derek Henry, all those yeah. guys he got in the last year or two, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the big kid, the first-round draft pick, then Sue, then uh, what's his name, Joseph. Joseph yeah. He has gotten all those people. He got – even to Kobe D, we forgot he was on yeah. the team, and yeah. he finally played a little yesterday. He looked terrific. How is he doing this, John? Yeah, he's mixed some good drafting these last couple of years and really maximizing the Jalen Hurts contract and building a roster around him where he knows he, he has some money that he can spend on, on all these different places. And I was thinking about this earlier today. Yeah, you're, you're right, he – Every weakness that this team seemed to have coming into this season, he filled. And it's how, how rare is it that a team comes into a season with all these different question marks and you add these different veterans during the course of the summer and sometimes even as you're late into training camp, you know, bringing in uh, 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 Gardner Johnson and, and everybody else, and they all worked out. They've all worked out. There, there hasn't been a miss. And we saw that in 2017 when he brought in Ajayi, Garrett Blunt, and all these other different guys that it all just worked out. He seems to have his finger on being able to add these veteran guys on these one-year deals to, to kind of act as stopgaps. Uh, James Bradbury is another one, and they've, they've all done amazing. It's been great. No, I'm going to ask you while we're on the GM topic. Can you give me one good reason why the Titans – would trade a great wide receiver at 24 years old like A.J. Brown. Does that make any sense to you, John? Uh, you, you, you throw all the money you can at a guy like that. And, and I was talking to a guy who writes for the SB Nation Titans website for my podcast last week, and he made the point the Titans have had a miserable history of drafting wide receivers. I think the, the last one before that was like Kevin Dyson. So you have A.J. Brown in your building. You have this true number one receiver who's one of the five or seven best wide receivers in football. How do you not go out of your way to pay that man whatever he wants? It's that, and that's what it came down to. It came down to money. They didn't, they didn't want to outlay that kind of cash to A.J. Brown, which, which is insanity. You see what a true number one wide receiver, what that does to your offense, how it makes everybody so much better. It's ludicrous that they chose to trade him rather than pay him. All right. Uh, earlier in the show, Elliot Shore Parks came on, and he, he decreed that this Eagles team is destined to make it to the Super Bowl. Do you agree with that, John? Well, I, I don't know that I would have gone that far until yesterday, but you saw what they did to the Titans, and then the 49ers obviously lose Jimmy Garoppolo to that season-ending injury, so they've got their third-string quarterback. I thought, the, I thought the 49ers and the Cowboys were their biggest obstacles, and I think you have to knock the 49ers down a couple of pegs playing a third-string quarterback for the rest of the season. So it's really, I think this, this Super Bowl is going to come down to the, to the Eagles and the Cowboys, and I think it's going to come down to who has home field advantage in the playoffs if these teams meet. That Christmas Eve game is looking like a, a monster game for home field advantage in the NFC. The Eagles have the advantage right now. Uh, the Giants look weaker. So these two games coming up, this game, uh, coming up against the Giants this week looks like it's not going to be as formidable as it did in the early part of the season. And so that Christmas Eve game against Dallas, really I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest challenge because the rest of the conference is just such – it's a huge step below where the Eagles are right now. It is setting up beautifully for them to get there. All right, John, the next question I ask, uh, you are the most qualified of any person in Philadelphia to answer. All right? Wow. So think of this carefully before you present the answer. All right. Who is a bigger star 
in Philadelphia sports right now? <laughs> Jalen Hurts or Bryce Harper? How much dead air can you can you afford to have here? Come Angelo? on, Stolmas, uh, think it through. <laughs> Just picture you got a little boy, and boy, he's a big yeah. sports fan, and he would like a jersey under the Christmas tree. Are you putting Harper under there, or are you putting Hurts? <sighs> I I don't. This is not a slight against one guy or the other. I think Harper having a longer track record. Harper having gotten the team to the World Series and Harper under contract for a longer amount of time, I think at the moment it's probably Bryce Harper and only because I think there's more certainty still with Bryce Harper than with Jalen Hurts, although I, I would throw all the money at Jalen Hurts right now and make him and make him the guy for however long he wants to be here. I, I think by a razor's edge it's Bryce Harper, but that could also be the baseball homer in me, Angelo. You know that yeah, I'm slightly yeah. more of a baseball guy than a football guy, but I, I, it's a, it, that is a tough, that is a coin flip. It's very, very close either way, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, that, that segues, uh, segues me to a little bit of baseball. Uh, they're at the winter meetings right now, and we were hearing that the Phillies were odds-on to get Trey Turner for shortstop, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now we hear Turner has met twice with the Padres. Is is Turner Wizzy ended up, and are we going to know this week? I think we are going to know this week. It sounds like these shortstops are are getting settled out. They're all meeting with all the different teams. Uh, it is a little concerning the second meeting with the Padres mm. for sure. Uh, it's everything you heard leading up to this week was that Turner wanted to come back and play on the East Coast. Obviously, San Diego would be as far away from that uh, as possible, but. You look at the Padres, you look at the Phillies, these are two World Series contenders, the two teams in the NLCS last year. Uh, the Padres would have to do a little bit more roster manipulation in order to kind of get Turner on there, move a couple of, you know, you'd have to move Tatis to the outfield and, and hmm. move some stuff around. The Phillies are a more obvious fit. Yep. Uh, I still think he probably winds up in Philadelphia. I am, I am a little concerned about the second Padres meeting, but these guys are just all doing their due diligence right now, so I wouldn't get too worried about it. All right, what about pitching? What are they going to do, John? Yeah, that's a million-dollar question. And there's a slew of these mid-tier guys like Chris Bassett, Jamison Tyon, um, a, guy, a lot of guys like that, uh, Jose Quintana. These are guys who will help get you through a 162, right? And I think you need to get one of those guys. It's going to cost – the pitching market is insane right now. It's going to cost you an extra year. It's going to cost you more money than you would ideally like to spend on a, say, a 34-year-old guy. You might have to give a guy like Pat Bassett four years instead of three. But if you want a guy to help get you through a 162, a guy you could potentially use in game four, or at the very least allow you to start Andrew Painter's season a month later so that you can have Andrew Painter in the rotation in September Mm. and use him as your Christian Javier like the Astros did in game four of the World Series, have him be that kind of guy for you. You have to get at least one of those type of guys here during the course of the next couple of weeks or months. And I think they will either line up, land a free agent or swing a trade. And that's the thing about the winter meetings. Trades, these mm. weird trades happen that of players you would never see coming. And that's the kind of thing I always really look forward to with these Me meetings. Me too. It's always a lot of fun. John Stahl is very busy these days. Thank you, John. Appreciate Thanks, it, buddy. Guys. Let's go to our friend, Eagle Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Good morning, family and friends. See, that's the way somebody should feel. They should be overjoyed. Are you overjoyed right now, Shirley? Angelo Cataldi, family and friends, everybody. Lottie, Dottie, that game was beautiful. I was at that game, and let me tell you, 
We had so much fun laughing and dancing. Well, I was dancing in their wheelchair, but I still had a ball. Oh, my gosh. This sent, listen, this team together, and I just think about teams. Think about people that's been together for a while. You have the morning team. You know, I'm praise and worship team. People that's been together for a while, they able to come together and know each other's strengths and weaknesses and say, listen, we're going to win today. We're going to have a great show today. We're going to go out and minister today. Like, whatever you do as far as a team and you know each other, y'all going to do great. And what we witnessed yesterday is a, is a football team, organization, special teams, offense, defense. They will not be denied. They figured it out. They, now they got to put it all together. They got to figure it out and move forward. Everybody keeps talking about this Dallas game, this, that, and the other. Listen. By the time we get to that Dallas game, ain't going to be no they going fighting back and forth. No, that's we're going to have that wrapped up soon. I got to ask you something, Cheryl, because Al uh, gave me a theory off there, but he did not mm-hmm. say it on the air, that a lot of what you saw yesterday was a team rallying around a player they love, A.J. Brown, that they rallied. They, they, they yes, basically they, they wanted to make sure A.J. Brown had a great game against his old team. Yes, they did, and that's what, that's what teams do for each other, right? Yeah, they, they did it. They uh, they, listen, we did it for Wentz a lot here. Always rallied <laughs> no, well, around we, Wentz. We did. We actually did. I, I mean, we did. But now it's it's different. When I when I saw what happened to Hurts and um, far as the guys going a little extra, you know, after you know he touched them or whatever, you talking about Jordan Malata? Man, I love that man. Jo- um, Hurts had to go to him and tap him on his chest like yo. No, 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 come on. Like, he know this is bigger. Yep. We don't have time to be fighting nobody. We don't have time to get no extra penalties. You already got enough of those. But at <laughs> the end of the day, let's focus. He is so good underneath pressure, even during those times. No, anybody else would have been ready to. But I will say this. The first time I ever saw Jalen Hurts upset, when he got that first down, ran out of bounds, and as soon as he turned around, another penalty. So yeah, <laughs> too much, too much, yeah. sir. But you yeah. know what? We're not here to bitch. They won thirty-five oh, no, no. to ten. Give me one. Give me Listen, one baby. strong and tight. Where Jonesy at, Angelo? Right here, Cheryl. You mighty quiet, baby. Come on, Come on Cheryl, now. hit us. I got you, babies. Let's go, birds. Thank you for that wonderful win. Here we go. E A G L E S. Eagles! All the way, baby. I love oh, you all. Got I you. love that note, Cheryl. Thank you. That uh, What people don't know, mm-hmm. I have gone to church with Shirley at Beloved St. John. Mm-hmm. She can belt it out. Mm-hmm. She is a fine, fine crooner. Fine crooner. And she does hymns, too. A lot yeah. of stuff. Two, one, five. That's why she loves the Eagles that sing. Did you oh, sing along when you were there? I hummed. Okay. I'm a hummer. Yeah, no, enjoy a hum. Two one five, five nine two ninety four ninety four. When we come back, we have an internal problem, and I got to make it public. Hmm. Seth Joyder's coming in at nine, <laughs> and Seth Joyder needs to eat some crow. <laughs> Will he? I'm going to just let you know before he gets here what he tweeted out. Do you have a life vest today? And then let uh, Seth Joyner is going to need to apologize oh for a boy. dumb comment he made. Oh, boy. WIP Sports, Sports Time is 8. 8- 
Uh, it is uh, 843. It's very important, I think, before Seth Joyner comes in that I uh, bring you up today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I say this with great pride. I uh, had a brief dalliance with uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I am too uh, emotional yeah. to be successful offering my in-the-moment thoughts on Twitter. And I, Josie, you do not. Do you have? No, you, I never you, have. you don't even have a never presence have, there. Yeah. Rhea was there for a while, and she got out. Yeah, you out. had had enough. Yep. Al, you're still there, but you do not offer spontaneous insights. Not during a game, no. No, because, because why, Al? You're only going to get yourself in trouble, and I try not to even look at it during the game. Right. I don't even. I don't want to react to the. Yeah. People that are the chorus of uh, complaints. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, Seth Joyner uh, believes in communicating in the moment with his people. All right. That's good. And uh, it's not good. Is he says things? Seth already has an image of being highly critical. Yeah. Now I personally find it charming because the man is often right. And that's important yes. to know. <laughs> yes, he, he knows the game inside and out. And when he's giving you some insight, it is usually excellent. However, even he can get swept up in the emotion of a moment and tweet something foolish, <laughs> which he actually did yesterday early in the game. And it is already, from what I understand, he is getting some negative feedback on this. Correct. And people are asking him to eat some crow. <laughs> it now becomes my responsibility mm. to face him this morning at 9 o'clock and point out that he had this uh, dumb uh, t- tweet that he sent out. say dumb. No, no, this is dumb. <laughs> Right. Ill-timed. Yes. One, oh, there is you go, it ill-timed? Al. Apparently, Al, there was a sequence early in the game where the Eagles were not playing aggressively enough defensively for Mr. Set Was that when they let right. Tannenhill run yeah. for first down? He was twice. running uh, wildly early yeah. in the game. And Seth tweeted out, uh, he, I guess they were discussing Jonathan Gannon, who he is not a fan of because mm-hmm. of the passive approach. And Seth tweeted out, okay. I'm done. Yeah. All right. You cannot be done with Jonathan Gannon. He's 11 and what? Well, and but he, at that point in the game, you're probably at home yeah, saying yeah, the same thing. A, he held him to 10 points. I know. Yeah. No, he looks like a smacked ass. Well, what was oh, it? 7-7 seven, seven, probably around that probably, time. Probably, right? yeah. It was, after yeah. That. No, yeah. it was, it was yeah. still a game. Yeah. It was Maybe, a, uh, you did wonder a little bit when you watched Tannehill right I'm around. done. Yeah. I don't want to hear about situational football stats or the 10-1 record, win, lose, or grow. Gannon has no aggressive DNA in him. Third and fourth and long situations are beyond predictable. Four-man rush with zone coverage behind it. Jeez. Uh, I'm sorry, Al. It's well written, actually. But somebody get some seasoning because uh, Mr. Ojoyna has to eat this. <laughs> Al, he's going to have to dine on this crow this morning. Yeah. Good luck with what? that. Well, and you, I want you, you I to understand, you Al. Al, it is, I am going to ask it in a respectful way. If he comes at me, I expect you, Al Morgan. Yeah, Jonesy's right there. No, no, no Jonesy. No. Jonesy, uh, he has... will be my term. I'll use. <laughs> I, I got a red sheet here, and you can no. start running. <laughs> uh, people are not aware of this, Al, but after the Joey Sacco knockdown, uh-huh. Jonesy had to uh, actually uh, license his hands as lethal weapons. What? He he was, not, that's why I haven't used them. He since. is not allowed now <laughs> oh, to go after people. He really? would face yep. arrest. That's true. Oh, that's God. true. He I faced agree. death. Yes, I faced <laughs> it many times. <laughs> <laughs>
But but Al, that is not good what Seth did there. It's no, I got good. no problem with it. And oh no, he said he's done with. He yeah, can't he, be done with a coach who's eleven and one. I, I like his attitude. So. No, you don't. I, I can't wait till he oh, gets a hold just, of you. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's up next. Billy was in the box with Rhea yesterday. Hi, Billy. Good morning, Angela. How was the box? Oh man, I'm. I don't want to sit in a regular seat again, Angela. I'm sorry. <laughs> Isn't it great? Oh. oh man, I appreciate you guys. Did man, you have a Angela, nice spread? Was there some uh, maybe some vino? Would you have? No, I brought my wife with me. I brought my wife Kim with me. She loved it. That was her first Eagles game too. So. Okay, it that sounds experience. like fun. It was it was awesome. We had a we had a great day in the uh, Novacare Suite. Had hoagies, oh, pizza, nice. you know. Nice, Billy. And the win, it yes. was wasn't it a beautiful win? It was a great win. It's, we're eleven and one running gun, Angelo. I, I, I was screaming at that uh at the special teams dude, Kobe. I called him sauce and I I saw and I kept calling him Mr. Softy, but he was showing me up, so well, the thing I want people to do right now, Billy, is to just enjoy 11-1. and one. It does not happen very often. It is a, a once-in-a-generation thing. Savor it. This is a spectacular football team. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The defense, the way they were they, they put up, they held their guy to 30 yards, which was great. 30 yards. If we didn't get them penalties, we would have been up, I don't know how many touchdowns. And then they ain't even played the starters in the fourth quarter. Billy, if you if you ran into Howie Roseman today, what would you do? I'll shake his hand and congratulate him. That's I'd go I'll further. Do. Matter of fact, I'll take the picture with him, give him that $100 that <laughs> we spent last week. I want to take a picture with him. What would you do, Ange? I'm going to tell you what I would do. I would hug him and, and I would smother him with love. Mm-hmm. Because Does that mean you'll kiss him? No, well, I'm not. <laughs> How saying, do you smother somebody? I don't know. know. In the moment, who knows what I would do? But that Billy, in the annals of great building jobs, has Howie? Can anybody be what Howie's done just the last year? Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know where he was going with that, but it was not That's appropriate. So that was not. Well played. I do not know what that Well was. played. Line no, of the day. That is not line that of the day. That is the line of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie's up next. Hi, Debbie. You know I love you, and you know I love my birds, but, man, was my son Rob the only one who wanted to have an aneurysm, thought he was going to have an aneurysm with all those penalties in the first quarter? Oh. All right. I wasn't going to do this, but uh, if for, for your son's sake, I'm going to just play this, Debbie. Then I'll put you right back on. Uh, this is locker two. Uh, you know what it is, right? Al, you got uh, Joe. You got that one, right? Seven. I right, just let Al. This is the one negative mm-hmm. on yesterday's game. And so the Eagles will have the ball first. Eagles jump. Very first play of the game. That's not the way you want to start. A.J. Brown moves to the left side. And this time, did the Eagles move again? Pass is incomplete, but I think the Eagles were early coming across the line of scrimmage. Penalty flag thrown on the play, and we'll see about that. Unnecessary roughness defense. Now, there's movement. Penalty flag flies. Is it the Eagles again? And the pass is dropped by Quez Watkins, but it may not matter. Offense. There's another penalty flag thrown. Let's see about this one. It's on the Eagles. And now they stop it again. Movement again by the offense. Now there's another penalty thrown. It's going to be a holding against the Eagles. Oh. Penalty flag down as he throws it away. Now, 
I think there's going to be a hole. Oh, they jumped. Oh, they jumped. These are clear mistakes by the Eagles. It hasn't been the officiating. It's been the fact that the Eagles have been sloppy. Oh, that there was seven in under the first twenty minutes of the game, and they were and they never paid for it. They they would get moved back, and then they would they would uh, make the first down anyway. Well, in honor of the album that the offensive the O line has put out, yeah. I think they need to add this song to volume two. All right, may I sing? Please, yes, Deb. Coming to the line in a three-point stance, trying not to move, a dot ants in my pants, the D is showing blitz, we're waiting for the snap, hup one, hup two, hup three, I've moved too soon, oh crap, so yellow flags, yellow flags, penalties all day, every time we ran a play, the ref got in the way, hey, Yellow flags, yellow flags, the O-line looks confused. When you move before the snap, five yards is what you lose. Wow. <laughs> Debbie. That's great. Oh, Debbie. Jason, you, no, Debbie. You can sing it. Debbie, listen to me. I think that was better than most of Conklin's <laughs> songs. Jose. Yeah, you Thank thought you. right, my man. <laughs> Debbie, you're even a good singer. Right. Where have you been hiding all these years? <laughs> you know I come out every once in a while around oh. Christmas time. This one's mainly my husband, but I we work together. We are co-writers, my husband Rob and I. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Debbie, you tell Rob we awesome. want more. You guys are phenomenal. That was exceptional stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays to everybody. Same to you. How good was that, Al? There's next just tomorrow. I'm wondering, does Conklin <laughs> remake that? Yes. With the same words? You can just make it a duet. It is there a way together? that Conklin could improve that, Jonesy? No. Yeah. Yeah, there is. <laughs> How? By not doing it himself. <laughs> he is horrible. <laughs> Dennis is up from Outlaw. Hi, Dennis. <laughs> Man, how you doing today? Ref, uh, how we doing? We're 11 and 1, and we want 35 to 10. Pretty good. Uh, I said to, to Humble Howard Saturday morning, they won't score 17 and we'll score more than 25 game over. How did you know that? You got it right, Dennis. How did you know that? I wasn't even close. How did you know, Dennis? Because you were the other way, so I went the opposite of you. Oh, so you just oh. assumed I was wrong. I, yeah. I, you know what it is, Dennis? <laughs> I'm, this season is so great. I just I, I anticipate disaster where it isn't. It isn't yeah. there. They're good. This team will do it. Two things. One, before the game even started, that flyover by the stealth bomber was yeah. incredible. It that was, was good. insane. It sounded so loud <laughs> yes. on the WIP broadcast. Oh, they my God. It, they showed it on the big screen before it came. Then it flew over, and it was incredible. Yeah. So that was a, a source of inspiration, as was A.J. Brown, right? That is the fact Absolutely. that they were playing for their teammate to make uh, the Titans look bad. That was a part of it. Yeah, and I don't know if there's anything on social media, but in the end zone around Section 110, there was two fisticuffs. Two guys were going at it. One was wearing a, uh, a you know, a jersey from uh, the Tennessee Titans. Uh-huh. And they, the guys broke that up, and then a, a melee started with a bunch of guys. It was So there was two melees within five minutes. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Dennis. There could be some fisticuffs right here in the uh, studio in a couple of minutes because hmm? join us coming in, and I'm not too happy with them. Just I so you know. It's going to get ugly. 
I would put Al and Jonesy in between. No, you no, and no, no, thanks. No, Al and Jonesy. The one thing about them, they're both young and they're very, very strong physically. Yeah, yes, right. We are. There's no way Joiner gets to me. Yeah. But just in case, Rhea, you come in too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Only if Rhea intervenes, there's no way Joyner gets to you. Dennis, is this one of the best Philadelphia sports teams we've ever had? Well, I was around for the uh, the Sixers when, when Wilt had his yep. 60-some wins. I was at the game in 1980 for the, for the, uh, the Phillies right. winning that. And I'd have to say right now, because there was no anticipation that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles at the start of the season was going to be 11-1. So, yes, they've electrified the city, the Phillies. Getting All right, Dennis, I'm losing you, but thank you for the call. Seth Joyner has arrived in the oh. studio, and we will get to talk to him about a phenomenal performance on all sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then Seth will address the fact that he tweeted out that he's done with Gannon. <laughs> he's done. 215. But he doesn't oh, look. Alan, he's gonna get a piece. Alan, of he you. doesn't look too well. <laughs> I love this. I hope he understands it's all in fun. He forgets I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> then I get here in the studio and right. tries to play nice. Guy. <laughs> get him over there. Seth, you look really good today. <laughs> I like what you're wearing. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Seth Joyner, we got room for you. I got three callers out of line now. Jump on. 